The Salute to Hoops Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the basketball world and to the players we all know as well as once long forgotten. Welcome to the show. Salute to Hoops, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome to possibly the most low-budget podcast available on all networks. I will gladly take that award for sure, uh, but... Uh, it's a good time here at the Salute Tube channel, uh, podcast, so um, today is episode 7. Uh, before we get into it, uh, if you guys are interested in following me on Instagram, it's at Salute to Hoops, the same way it's spelled on here, number 2. Uh, if you enjoy sports cards at all, I also have a YouTube channel dedicated to basketball cards themselves, and that's also at Salute to Hoops. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that, follow me and subscribe on those networks. Would greatly appreciate it. So today, like I said, we're ta- talking episode seven here, and it's definitely an intriguing story that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, like I said, not a really well-known player, uh, but uh, we're talking about Lorenzo and Wright. Uh, I most mostly remember him playing for the Atlanta Hawks, although it looks like he only played for them for like two seasons. But um, he played 13 years in the NBA, so I don't know why I specifically remember him being on the Hawks for some reason. Uh, but back in the, I guess I'm, I vividly remember seeing him in like NBA Live and being like a pretty decent center. But anyway. Moving on, it's a weird story. So, uh, ha- uh, didn't have the best career. Played 13, 13 years in the, in the NBA. Was a bit of a like a journeyman, I guess you can say. Uh, drafted back in nineteen ninety six, number seven overall to the LA Clippers. Which uh, I'm guessing, I mean, they were a horrible team back then for sure. It's not the the Clippers that we know now. That's for sure. Uh, so, I mean, he bounced across the league, played with the Clippers for three years, the Atlanta Hawks for two years, uh, played in Memphis for a total of five years. And Memphis looks like that's where he had like his best, I guess, career statistics speaking. Uh, well, last year, in, the last year in Atlanta as well. Uh, all three of those years between 2001 and 2003. Average around 12 points per game, and it uh, looks like about eight rebounds per game. So, I mean, like I said, not amazing stats by any means, um, but respectable, respectable for sure. Uh, so he played out his NBA career up until 2008 and 2009, which he uh, formally retired. Last played for the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 09. Nothing notable there. Average one and a half points per game. So he was definitely definitely on his way out of the league at that point. But I remember seeing this in the news. And I thought it was... Oh, it's obviously a sad story, but super weird as well. So we're just going to go through it here. According to Lorenzo Wright's now ex-wife, uh, apparently he left his home... On the night of July 18th, 2010, she said to the cops that she last saw him with drugs and an unspecified amount of money at that point, and that she had never seen or heard from him again, which is odd. I mean, 
if you're leaving your house with some drugs and an unspecified amount of money and your wife doesn't hear from you ever again after that, there's there's probably something major that's wrong there. So his family filed a missing person report on July 22nd of the year of that year. So four days later. July 28th, Lorenza and Wright's body was found in a wooded area just off the road uh, in Tennessee. Now, obviously super sketchy. Something definitely, definitely weird went wrong there. Guns, drugs, money. What else we got here? Another twist in that is that a 911 call had reportedly been received from, I'm guessing, the local dispatch center on the morning of July 19th. So literally just a few hours probably after his wife had last seen him or spoke to him because she had talked to him and spoke to him and seen him on July 18th. So the following morning is when that 911 call was was made. Now the dispatcher that took this call said that when she was, she must have been speaking to someone on the phone, I'm guessing Lorenzo and Wright, said that she heard 11 gunshots ring out. Little, little, I mean, a little alarming there, a little alarming. But according to the report here, the dispatcher that took that call didn't report that until eight days later to her supervisor, which is odd. I think odd to anyone. I think we can agree that that's weird. Like, why would you not report that? Especially if you're a 911 dispatcher and you hear 11 gunshots ring out and the person's not talking anymore after that. Not a brain surgeon, but um, something probably happened right there. Anyway, she they finally reported it to the cops. The dispatcher did. And the case was obviously investigated as a homicide. Just that alone is kind of make this just makes me speechless. Anyway, this case goes unsolved for like seven years. No one knows what happened really. There's not too many leads. Up until November 9th, 2017, is there like a break in this case? So, um, evidently someone found, and I don't know, there's got to be obviously more to this, but someone found the gun believed to have used in the murder of Lorenz Enright found in like a nearby lake. Okay. Obviously there's some forensics to that and I'm sure there's a long story behind that as well, but we're just going to go with what we got. On December fifth, on December fifth of that year, so twenty seventeen, this is still all in Tennessee. A landscaper and a church deacon at a local church there, apparently in in Tennessee, uh, was his was indicted by the Memphis Police Department, okay, or Shelby County Sheriff's Department, where Memphis is located, uh, and he was held on first-degree murder charges for, for killing Lorenzen, right? His name was Billy R. Turner. 
So f- 10 days later, Lorenza writes now ex-wife, uh, Shira, Th- Shira Robinson, was arrested in California in connection with the murder as well. So, yeah, seven years this thing went unsolved in, until this break. So it turns out, and uh, like I said, there's probably obviously more to it, but Lorenzen Wright's ex-wife ends up pleading guilty as well to these murder charges. Uh, she agreed to, I guess, release some sort of statement re- they, referencing like a plea or something of that nature, mainly because they had six kids. So she states that the reason why she essentially had her husband or ex-husband at this point murdered uh, was essentially just money, which is sad. Um, evidently, Lorenzen Wright had a $1 million life insurance policy. And she's stated in her uh, statement, I guess you could say, that the reason uh, why she did it was because of the $1 million insurance policy and that the money was going to be meant uh, to benefit their children. Now, I understand money obviously makes probably things a lot easier. But I don't think it's going to make it any easier if I'm mean, for your kids if the reason you got the money is because you killed their father. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's really how it works, honestly. So July 25th, 2019, so nine years after the murder, uh, the court process goes through. And his ex-wife is is sentenced to 30 years in prison uh, for killing Lorenzo Wright. Now, a sad story, to say the least, man. And I guess this one goes to show you that money will make someone do some crazy, crazy things. I mean, the guy was in the NBA for 13 years. I don't know how many of those years they were married, but I mean he had to have made some pretty decent money uh, with those thirteen years in the, in the NBA. At least, at least twenty million. I mean, I, I think that would be on like the low end too. I mean, let's see if we can find. I don't know if we can find any like contract stuff or anything like that, but. I mean, if you're in the NBA for 13 years, like you got to have some sort of, uh, at least like some sort of savings or or something of that nature. So this, uh, okay, all right. He had a net worth of 20 million. All right, so he earned 55 million dollars just in salary in the NBA. So he, I mean, he made some decent money. Insane. But yeah, guys, that's that's going to conclude this episode. You guys know I don't really like to ramble on too much. I like to make these short and sweet, uh, mainly because I like, I don't really listen to like super long podcasts either, so I don't know many people that, that would kind of delve into like an hour-long one. 
So, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, like I said, Lorenzen Wright, not the most popular name in the NBA, but I just remembered that it jogged my memory uh, going through my cards uh, the other day, and um, I I don't I don't know a lot of people that know about this story, so definitely a sad story, and um, I guess. Rest in peace to Lorenzen Wright, and I hope his kids at least found some sort of peace in all this because it's just all, all sad, really. So I'll see you guys on episode eight. I appreciate you guys watching, or excuse me, listening. Uh, so used to the uh, YouTube life. I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you guys on the next one. Take it easy. Have a great rest of your week.